0: Killing Type a novel by Wayne Jones chapter 17 I call Tony and try not to sound nervous hey she says and in my current mode of double and triple and multiple guessing I'm not sure whether she is just that casual or whether she is pretending to be casual or have you ever tried the number 11 I ask oh so sneaky me trying to trip her with a little mystery excuse me Number 11, the shrimp dish at the the Cambodian place. Cambodian. Oh, the place off Princess, the restaurant on Wellington or somewhere around there. I feel like I am reeling in a fish. It's the lake seducing me to such metaphors. A little aggressive pulling now and then slackening the line. Get her interested and then get her caught. Right, I say. So you called to tell me about a good meal you had? I wouldn't mind a repeat. I I mean, are you free tonight to check it out? Tonight I well you know, that sounds like a grand idea. While I walk toward the restaurant, I am planning my strategy. I still haven't decided that Tony is a suspect in these killings, but she will make an interesting interview for the purposes of the book. I've read and reread enough, done the research that I that I know these killings inside out and I am eager to try and discover whether she is privy to any details that only the killer could possibly know about. It will take a deft hand to do this without revealing myself. I almost wrote reveling. Tony is waiting outside. She smiles as I approach and something inside me is deeply moved and somewhat ashamed that she is obviously so happy to see me. There is no limit of obligation or perfunctoriness in any of her gestures or her behavior. Hi, she says as she hugs me. I'm surprised at the physical contact. I feel myself actually flinching, but when she pulls away, I try to feign nonchalance, as if I am used to this all the time, as if this is the most natural thing in the world. I have something for you, she says after we ordered beers. Oh? Oh? Yeah, get this. Did you know that there was a guy with a violent past released from Nosting Penitentiary about 10 days before these murders started? Actually, no, I didn't. What do you mean by violent past? His previous crimes were domestic, you know, same kind of shit that weak males do all the time, beating up the innocent. Disgusting and angering, really, but of course nothing like murder, and not serial murder. He had a boring job or something, and someone had said boo to him when he was a kid, I guess, and so he took it all out on his girlfriend. Where did you find this out? I mean, how? Just poking around in one of the databases at the library. Amazing what you can find there, all free. She laughs just slightly, just as the waitress arrives with our beer. I sip and am reminded again how important small things are, how much pleasure I can derive from a cold, well-brewed drink, I smile as I think that perhaps this is all that I have really needed. No book, no tenure, no academic insights, just sharing a beer with someone I can talk to. You're one step ahead of me, I say. I've been thinking lately that I should try to narrow things down, take all the research I've done, what I know, what I've seen, and try to come up with a list of suspects. Sounds kind of crude, I guess. Actually, I would think that would be essential at some point, sort of like writing your thesis after you've read the articles. Food rise, but I don't even remember ordering. I feel distracted as a, what is the term I heard? As a multitasker, a bad one would feel. Don't give myself away, extract as much information as I can. Make sure she thinks that you are enjoying yourself. But I can't concentrate on all of these tasks, and the additional problem, perhaps, is that I am enjoying myself. There is a pile of red food and a pile of yellow, some white, that must be rice, and something that approximates green. I seem to have lost my entire vocabulary along with my focus, seem to remember much less about this cuisine than a man should who has eaten it, so much of it. So, I say, in a manner that seems self-consciously dramatic to me, and may or may not be so in reality. If you were the one writing the thesis, what would be the big facts that you would focus on? She, she chews contemplatively, sips, and then pokes the air with the index finger of her spare hand. Smiling, as if the problem has been punctured, she deadpans and says, It's all in the letters. I calm myself and look at her incredulously. The letters? You mean the... You mean the letters of the victim's name? Check out the letters in the newspaper. What? The letters in the newspaper. The letters to the editor. The letters to the editor. Yes, she laughs. The letters to the editor. I've read them all and saved them all too, and reread them. And aren't they mostly just people complaining, justifiably complaining, about all the murders and the inability of the police to do anything about it? Yes, that's true. But the letter writers make connections, draw conclusions that the police don't or can't or won't. For example, she gathers a studied amount of food, some rice, some chicken, a chili, onto her chopsticks and brings it casually to her mouth. I can see a single grain of rice hanging precariously from the mound and I worry about it unaccountably. It goes in without incident. Well, for example, she says, there's the whole randomness of the victims. The fact that there don't seem to be a, there any discernible connections between them. Nothing they all have in common. Age, gender, ethnicity, location, nothing. A couple of the letters have pointed that out. Sometimes these are no, there are no simple patterns in these things. Yes, but there's always some kind of pattern, isn't there? I mean, you should know from your studies... Is there ever a series of serial killings where the guy just kills at random? I'm not sure it's true to say that these are done at random. Well, can you figure out a pattern? I hadn't really thought about it yet, I say, somewhat defensively, and not quite the whole truth, as though I've been caught short by a surprise quiz. Shouldn't you know these things, young man? But you know... And not to make it sound too much like a puzzle or some difficult work of fiction or anything like of that nature, but I am confident there is a pattern there somewhere. Now that you've pushed me a bit on it, I'll start looking into it. Really? Yes, really. I have trouble reading her tone. There's a pause which I can't interpret. She looks around and allows her eyes to alight on various objects as if she is an actress who has forgotten her lines and is hoping that something on the set will jar her memory. I am just as perturbed and I am silently, slightly shocked to discover that I have eaten no more than two or three mouthfuls. I take the opportunity to formulate various assaults on her, wear her down, I can hear my bad cop saying to me, Don't be afraid to be a little rough. So what's your theory, I ask? My theory? Yes. Well, I just mentioned about the letters. No, I guess, I mean, who do you think is doing this? It strikes me as a simple question, perhaps an obvious and cliche one, and I am puzzled at her seeming opacity. Oh, well, if you put it that way, she pauses. You're serious. Well, halfway anyway. Can I say something stupid? I don't think it's obvious is all. I mean, I, I don't think it's anyone who's just gotten out of prison with a grudge or some violent American coming over to spew his rage or some crazy psychopath or anything like that. I picture a quiet person, like an old man or someone like that. Someone who's lived here for years, but is just now, she makes quotation marks with her fingers, turned, turned, I say. Yeah, man, turn, she says and laughs. Seriously, though, my opinion, my theory, in case you want to give up writing and start sleuthing, my opinion is that it's just some other wise, reputable citizen. Talk about your cliches, I guess. She laughs again, but more lightly and uncomfortably now. I realize that I'm doomed, that she is either perfectly innocent or so deviously guilty that my charms and wiles will wither fecklessly at her feet. The rest of the meal is somewhat of an effort, on my part certainly, and as far as I can discern, on Tony's part as well. Not sure why, really. I suppose that we had reached our climax, and there could be nothing but bad thereafter. I walk home afterwards, trying to savor and salvage the evening. Just as I am about to enter, I hear my name called from the street, and I am genuinely startled. Logically, I realize that a killer is unlikely to call out to a victim before the deed, but of course I am not thinking quite straight. I turn around and, and am relieved to see a police car, its officer now heading towards me. Hello, I'm Officer Carp. Not sure if you remember me, but I'm wondering if you'd have a few minutes to talk about that email. I know the timing's probably bad, but I happened to be patrolling the neighborhood and thought I'd give it a shot. Seeing you, that is. Sure. Uh, did you want to come inside? That would be best, yes, if that's all right with you. He declines my offer of something to drink and gets right down to business once he sits down. I just wanted to ask you a few questions about that email. Now, you said that was the only one and only you ever received, is that right? I conclude, wisely or not, that it's best to continue with the lie. Yes. Have you received any other kind of communication, say a letter or a package or anything like that? Anything else apparently from the same person and with the same, uh, the same tone? No, I haven't. Ah, glorious truth. Can you think of any reason why anyone would be sending you a message like this? Why would anyone care whether you finished your book or not? Well, of course, I am not fully certain, but I think it's a safe speculation that in spite of the bravado in the email, you know, the taunting me and all that, in spite of all that, I suspect that the killer just wants to scare off any attention being paid to the murders. And perhaps it's less of a risk to send an email to a single person like me, a writer and an amateur investigator, than to send it to the police directly. Does that make sense? Yes, I think I see what you mean. He writes something down on a pad of paper, crosses out a word, and then writes something else. When he looks up, he has a quizzical shimmer in his eyes, and I am worried that this interrogation, if I can call it that, will go on either because he doesn't believe me or because there is something in this simple fact that he is not able to fathom. Well, I think that's all for now, Officer Carp says, And I hope that my sigh isn't as audible as it seems. One thing I would like to remind you, though, and perhaps this goes without saying, please let us know if you receive any other email or any other form of communication from this person. It's very important. I will tell you right now that we have few leads, and we have to follow up on everything, no matter how remote it might be. Of course. Sorry to disturb your evening, he says as he gets up from the chair. Not at all. I close the door gently behind him and I watch out the window as he gets into his car. He removes something from the glove compartment and sets it on the passenger seat in the front. The car starts and he pulls away slowly. I sit down in the living room with all the lights off now and I feel unaccountably nervous or angry or depressed or some other motion I can't quite identify. There's a swirl of thoughts in my head, some of Tony... Some of Officer carp. They meld, separate, and then meld again in odd ways. I see him going to visit her and then her dressed in a police uniform coming to investigate and interrogate the two of us. Nothing is as it should be. It requires all of my self-control and rationality to dampen my anger, and I manage to convince myself that he is just doing his job, for which I should be grateful and that his lamentably ineffectual questions were not meant to imply that I had done anything wrong or that the police are in any way dissatisfied with my actions. I wonder for a moment whether they might resent the book in some way, amateur getting to the bottom of things while they languish. As for Tony, she remains an enigma to me, tantalizing, and I make a silent vow that I will find out the truth about her.